The book of Revelation presents some very interesting images throughout its many pages. Everything from lambs and serpents to all kinds of apocalyptic sights and sounds. We get one of those kind of big images today in our first reading on this Solemnity of All Saints. And we get the scene of the 144,000 worshiping God in their white robes. People from every tribe and tongue and people and nation sealed on their foreheads with the mark of God, so to speak. Now that 144,000 number is not meant literally. Heaven is not some exclusive bar or nightclub with St. Peter as the bouncer stamping hands with a fire code occupancy of 144,000. It is not that. That 144,000 number signifies perfection. It signifies perfection. And those in heaven, you could say, are perfect in nature and in number. There is a perfection to those who have withstood the trials of this life and who have persevered in grace. And those, of course, are the saints. The saints are, those, are simply those people, brothers and sisters, who have reached this state of perfection in the life to come. Reaching Christian perfection, brothers and sisters, is the goal of the Christian life. And that is the case no matter our state in life, no matter the temptations we might experience day in, day out, and no matter the sins which we might struggle to fight. The goal is always perfection. It never changes. St. Francis de Sales uh, wrote a beautiful book called The Introduction to the Devout Life. This is a book written about 500 years ago where he wrote that perfection, this spiritual perfection, this idea of holiness, isn't just something for priests and nuns to achieve. No, it's something for everyone. Something for everyone. By virtue of our baptism, all of us are called to be perfect. All of us are called to sanctity, to become saints. Again, he writes in his beautiful book, Introduction to the Devout Life, he says, Just like different plants bring forth different fruits, so Christians bring forth different fruits in accord with their character, their station, and their calling. Devotion is practiced differently by the nobleman and the working man, by the widow and the prince, by the unmarried and the married. And he rhetorically asks, is it proper for the bishop to lead a solitary life like a monk? Is it proper for a married couple to practice a life of poverty more than a poor Claire's sister? Is it proper for a working person to spend their whole day in church like a religious? Of course, the answer to all of those is, is no. The devotion that God wants for us and the perfection that God wants for us, brothers and sisters, is always going to be particular to our state in life. It never works against our vocation, but rather augments it. This is what we know today, brothers and sisters, is simply the universal call to holiness. Expressed so beautifully in our, the Second Vatican Council, but the idea has been around for the better part of 500 years, going back to St. Francis de Sales. It's the universal call to heaven. That is our destiny. It is our goal. And today's feast reinforces to us that heaven is the final goal of our lives. But thankfully, we are not alone in this endeavor. And the perfection that we seek isn't a matter of simply doing more. The perfection we seek, brothers and sisters, is simply being more docile to what God wants for us. 
That's what makes this Christian perfection so different than achieving perfection in any skill or any craft. Because in Christian perfection, brothers and sisters, God is made perfect in us. God is made perfect in us. God being all in all within us. It's, really, it's the words of St. John the Baptist from the scriptures. He must increase, I must decrease. That is how Christian perfection happens. Jesus increasing in us and us sort of decreasing within ourselves. The more we decrease and the more God increases in us, the more grace-filled and holy we become. Sanctity is about us decreasing and God increasing within us. And those in heaven, you know, that, that, that's basically how they are right now. God is all in all in them. They have decreased and Jesus has increased within their own souls. Every saint is simply someone who wanted the scales of their life to shift more in favor of God rather than themselves. Now, there are many people who see the demands of the gospel as unrealistic nowadays, not not attainable for modern life, that perfection is somehow beyond our reach in the 21st century. But that is not the case, brothers and sisters. It is attainable and possible. And really, that is the expectation for each and every baptized member of the body of Christ. Living out the teachings of the gospel aren't just there to tantalize us like a carrot that we can't reach. But it is, it's, it's more of a pathway, you could say, that is well lit before us. Leading us on to holiness and sanctity if only we follow it. So maybe we can ask today on this Feast of All Saints, where does that decreasing need to take place in our lives? And maybe, by contrast, where does Christ need to increase instead? It's as simple as that, that decreasing and increasing day by day. Let us pray that we might always seek Christian perfection and ask the saints to intercede on our behalf to be our invisible advocates on this earth, pushing us encouraging us to fight the good fight of faith and reach the goal of our striving, which is nothing short of eternity spent with God himself.